Hi everyone, and welcome to the Extra Credit English podcast. This is a podcast for English language learners. One of the most important skills to practice is listening, and in this podcast, you will have a chance to listen to natural conversation. In today's podcast, we're going to be talking about desserts and puddings, a topic that everyone is going to enjoy. Today, we're going to be thinking about what is a dessert? What is a pudding? What is the difference? These are two words we often use, but what is the difference between them? And some of the other things that we're going to be talking about are our favourite desserts and our favourite puddings. I hope you enjoy it. So, desserts and puddings. That's what we're talking about. Um, I guess the the big question is, what is the difference between a dessert and a pudding? Yeah, because they both talk about the same, something that is um, eaten after your meal, perhaps. Mm -hmm. Mm, Um, Something sweet, definitely something sweet, something enjoyable. Yeah. Um, I think they're both that. But there's a very small difference between both of them, mm-hmm. between uh, a, having a dessert and having a pudding. Okay, tell me. Um, I think the first thing is how it looks. Right. When we talk about a dessert, uh, we talk about something that looks nice, that has some sort of looks to it. It has layers and they're perfect. Right. So basically... A dessert is fancy? Yes, it, it definitely looks fancy. Hmm. Um, the looks of it uh, is important right. into a, for a dessert. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you look at a pudding, yeah. it doesn't need to look nice at all. <laughs> right, at all. Okay, yeah. I don't think so. Hmm. A pudding is fine. You're not... Um, having a pudding because of how it looks. I think when you order a dessert or you buy a dessert, the first thing you do is you just look at it and then you think, oh, that looks nice. Right. So definitely the dessert needs to look very nice. So there's some kind of technique required definitely. To, to make a, a good dessert. I think a dessert would also have this technique like French pastries. Mm. Or like you said, you know, cakes that have layers and layers. Maybe the the icing is uh, is very fancy, or it requires like that. A, a great technique, and mm. and and it has different colors and perhaps layers. Um, I I don't I think a dessert is something that uh, a chef, uh, someone that understands baking as a as an education. It's part of their education. They've studied it. They've studied it. I think they make desserts. Right. So what about at home? Would you make desserts at home? I don't think so. Unless, you know, you're training for it. But I think at at home is the pudding. The things that you bake yourself uh, because you're following a recipe or you're just helping your mum. And it's just something that you just make and it's not... For sale, perhaps. Right. So there's kind of like a, there's a kind of location difference. 
and maybe a situation difference. So I would think that a dessert is something that I would probably have in a restaurant after a, a fancy meal. Definitely. That's definitely a dessert. That's not a pudding. Yeah. Uh, but perhaps also you could buy a dessert and bring it to a friend's house if you were invited. Right. So I think a dessert can be had at home, but not necessarily made at home. Okay, so that's kind of a key kind of location difference. Definitely, yes. You, you mentioned that desserts have to look nice. And I think that's definitely true because in my mind, when I think of puddings the way they look is not important. The important thing is how they taste. Uh, the flavour is much more important. Yeah, I, I need... I that, think... Sorry, the, the flavour is much more important than how it looks. Yes, of course, yeah. desserts are... The, both are as delicious. Mm. Uh, but I think when we think about desserts is the presentation and mm. usually, you know, even if it's a, a big cake, for example, that it's a dessert, it would look beautiful. Or you would have the small pieces of cake uh, that you can find a lot in Japan. They, they will sell you just one individual mm. piece and they're all made to perfection. Yeah. Exactly the same. I think when you have a pudding, yeah. it's just like a big piece of pudding in this um, tray, whatever tray you have at home. And mm. then you just like scoop uh, a little bit of it and, and, and just place it in a plate. Right. Uh, so it's not perfect. It's uneven. Uh, it's just a scoop from right. the bigger so, plate. So, I mean, one example that comes to my mind would be something like a trifle. A trifle, yes. To me, a trifle, there's no real technique in making a trifle. You've got some layers, but it's very messy to make. You've got like a bit of layers of sponge, maybe some fruit, maybe some cream. and But there's no real technique. It's just layering stuff. But as you serve it, you can't serve trifle in a fancy way because you just get a big spoon and you just take as much <laughs> trifle as you can, scoop it out and then put it on, on a plate or a, a bowl. So the looks are never good uh, with a trifle. No, I mean, you can think about the trifles. Sometimes you can see they present them in these, um, I don't know, these, these uh, kind of containers that mm. are transparent. So you can see the layers, yeah. like if it was a cake. Um, but it's as you said, it's not different to make because it's just layers of cake, a, a sponge that you can already, you buy yeah. Uh, already made and then some custard and yeah. some fruit and cream and then you layer that up but as you say once you take a scoop out of there uh it's just you can't tell one ingredient from the other yeah it's as all where, mixed up in a dessert you always see the layers yeah. you always understand what is in there so i think one of the things is yeah the, the, we talked about the location and I, I think there's a class difference as well. So, you know, in, certainly in the UK, you've got upper class, middle class, working class, mm -hmm. right? And I would say that if maybe if you're middle or upper class, the meal that you have 
or the dish that you have after your main meal. So after you finish your dinner, you would have dessert. That's how you would call it. Yeah. But for working class people, the meal or the, or the dish that you have after your dinner is more likely to be pudding. Um, because it's going to be homemade, it's probably not going to be very um, fancy because it's something that's just made quickly at home. Um, so when I, yeah, when I was young, we used to have pudding. We, we never had dessert at home. We had pudding. I mean, maybe it also has to do with the type of ingredients that you use. Mm, okay. Perhaps a dessert will have uh, more expensive ingredients and perhaps not common ingredients, not something that you would have in your kitchen. Mm-hmm. And a pudding might definitely be something that is made from ingredients that are always in your kitchen, like butter and flour and sugar and jam. And you know, eggs. And right. eggs, yeah. milk. Um, and it doesn't matter. It's any, any, mm. any, any eggs. It doesn't have to be, you know, free range, organic mm. eggs, um, which definitely will give another type of flavor, yeah. which the dessert would be looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we talk about puddings, we definitely think about, I at least I think about comfort yeah. and home and something that we have talked about which is um coziness right? yes we did yeah um yeah it's a lot of the i think a lot of puddings can be warm i think that's a key difference i don't think of many warm desserts no like desserts may be baked but baked and then cooled down and eaten cold. Um, but a pudding can be warm, like something like um, an apple sponge. You know, that you, you, you're going to eat it soon after it's been cooked and it's still kind of warm. And I think that's part of the comfort uh, thing that, we, that you mentioned before. Well, it's part of the coziness. Is this mm. perhaps is the smells of the kitchen mm. and even the home, right? And you're looking forward to it in a in a different way that you would be looking forward for a dessert. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's another t- type of difference. Um, of course, at the end of the day, they're both delicious. Yeah, they're both uh, sweet. Uh, but there's these uh, little differences from a dessert and a pudding. Mm-hmm. So if I ask you, yeah, what would you have, a dessert or a pudding? What would you say? If I had the choice between a dessert and a pudding, um, I would go for a dessert. Uh, sorry, no, I'm <laughs> sorry. I would go for a pudding. I would go for a pudding. Um, and the reason is that it's... Sometimes desserts can be too fancy. If you get a a cake that is too fancy, as soon as you try to put your fork into the dessert, it just falls apart uh, and it just becomes a a bit of a mess. Um, I don't really like that. But a, a pudding, it's just, you don't have to worry about, you know, 
destroying it or making it look bad. You can just get your spoon, get your knife, whatever, and um, and start eating. And it's already to... a mess. It's already a mess. So it kind of there's less pressure on you to kind of try to to eat it in a fancy way. I think another thing about um, puddings is very often, certainly in the UK, we like to put custard on top and it's w warm custard so this is another layer to the to the pudding that you already have yeah and i think this is this is connected to the fact that um puddings don't have to look good because if you have a pudding and you pour custard on it you can't see anything anyway everything is covered in in pudding and sorry in uh, in custard so it doesn't really matter how fancy it is or how nice it looks because everything just looks yellow. It's covered in, in custard. Well, one of the things that I've learned about this British custard mm. is that you can just buy a, a tin of this powder. Yes. Uh, you mix it with milk mm -hmm. and you put it in the oven, uh, heat it a little bit and it will get um, thicker. Yeah. So there's not much work to it, uh, or like, you know, trying to do it uh, from scratch. So that kind of helps to the pudding part of it. Yeah, this is something you'll find in, in every British home, is, is this kind of instant custard. And um, yeah, no, it's very important. It's one thing that I always insist on buying when we go back to the UK is this kind of instant instant custard. I think it's birds, B-I-R-D-S, birds, instant custard. And uh, it's just really, it's really nice. It's a real taste of home. You can actually buy a can of birds custard. So it's kind of ready-made oh, custard. Okay. It's not the powder. So one option is buying the powder and kind of mixing it yourself, kind of making it, or you can actually buy a can of this custard that's just ready to pour on um, anything. And I used to love that. I used to love, I would usually try to have a little spoon. As soon as the can was open, I would try to have a little spoonful um, straight from the can, um, which probably was not good for me. Well, I, that's what I was thinking, you know, a pudding is something that is very attractive to kids. Mm. And perhaps a dessert is more of a grown-up thing. Right. A pudding is easy. It's just kind of going for it at home. Um, but a, a dessert is more sophisticated. Perhaps, right. yes. Right, okay. So that's why you like desserts. No, I like puddings too. Okay. Okay, so we have the definition clear. What is a dessert? What is a pudding? Now the important question is, what is your favourite dessert? And what is your favourite pudding? Yes, um, I think for me... Mm -hmm. Um, I would go with my favorite dessert yeah. would be a cake. And 
is this cake that brings me back to my childhood? Mm -hmm. uh, because when I was a little girl, uh, back home, there was this cake that was very traditionally bought to into birthday, chi right, children's birth birthday, cake. birthday cake, right. but it was for children. Mm. And it was this cake that um, it was covered in meringue, mm -hmm. but it's a soft meringue. There's, it's not, there's, it's, there's no crunchiness to it. It's still like raw meringue, very right. thick, very thick. So it would, you know, stick and stay. Okay, so it's not, it's not liquidy, but it's it's a little bit thick, so it kind of holds its shape. It holds its shape, right? And it protects the sponge inside. Okay, it was sponge and then layers of um, strawberry jam, mm. and the sponge was always very moist, so it was delicious. <laughs> um, but the because it it was a for children, and this is the key. Yeah is that it was um, the decoration was this little like um, ice cream cones, mm -hmm. uh, very cheap ones, yeah. um, but like the, traditional. Like the, the wafer the, cone. The wafer cone. Uh -huh. And then they would be stuck to the meringue that was covering the cake. Mm -hmm. Just on the, on the sides? On the sides and on the top. Right. And they would make with extra meringue and may maybe different colors of meringue they would create like if it was the ice cream and right. like the soft cream ice cream and it looked like ice cream but it was all meringue mm. and it was all decorated with these little meringue ice creams so it kind of looked a little bit crazy it was like a like a standard kind of birthday cake that had been attacked by Lots of ice cream cones. Yes. Uh, it was so colourful. Mm. And the I, I remember it being delicious. But mm -hmm. what I remember most was just as a kid being able to everyone, you know, coming and just grabbing one of these cones and just licking this meringue as mm. if it were ice cream. Right. It was a lot of sugar. Yeah, I'm sure. For sure. Uh, but it was so enjoyable. It looked beautiful. Mm. Um, in the colors as well. In the colors. It wasn't too fancy, mm. uh, but it was for children. And I remember that being a, a staple uh, kind of cake at birthday parties. And I remember asking my parents for one of those. Right, right. And this is kind of what I was saying before, this... Um, sugary desserts and puddings they really bring back memories of your childhood that's when you really get hooked into this that's quite sugar. a nostalgic memory for you yeah right okay um so that would be a dessert i think that would be a dessert not as fancy as a french kind of pastry right uh but i think it was sold for its looks. It wasn't made at home. It would be something you buy. That's the key. That's the key difference here. Yeah, that that was something that you would not make at home. No. Um, because it was, it was kind of it was complicated. It, it would take a long time. Lots of meringue and, and the meringue, I think, right. had a technique. Okay. Um, okay. So where will I go? I, as I said, kind of, I grew up eating puddings, not, uh, not desserts. 
Um, and one pudding that we used to have almost every Sunday, like this was a Sunday afternoon after uh, dinner pudding, was one that we called Eve's pudding. Eve's pudding. Can you guess what the ingredients of an Eve's pudding is? Well, you know, because it's Eve, Adam mm -hmm. and Eve. Adam and Eve, okay. And uh, if we go to the Bible yeah. and Christianity, what Eve did, mm -hmm. uh, we all are angry at Eve at this, <laughs> is that she ate an apple from a forbidden tree. Yes, the forbidden fruit. Um, so yes, that, that's the key ingredient, um, apple. So Eve's pudding is basically kind of baked apples and this kind of sponge. So the bottom layer is apple and then over the top you, you put the sponge kind of mixture and you, you bake it. But the kind of apple that you use, it's not, it's not kind of standard apples, it's something that we would call cooking apples. What is the difference? A, a cooking apple is a little bit bitter. It's a little bit bitter. So it's, they're usually bigger than standard apples and they're not sweet. They're, they're actually quite bitter. So you could not just pick up one of these apples and bite into it. Uh, you wouldn't like it. You wouldn't like it. So they, but they're great for cooking. Um, so you you'd get these apples, you'd put lots of sugar, you know, to, to kind of balance the, the bitterness. Um, but that's the kind of apples that you use. So you have the apples, you've got the sponge, and of course, custard uh, over the top. And that was, I mean, it, it must have been reasonably easy to make because we had it almost every Sunday uh, when I was a child, almost every Sunday. Um, yeah, so that's probably my, my number one pudding. This brings you good memories from your childhood as well. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, what else? Can you think of anything else? Well, I think I would agree about anything that has to do with apples. Mm. Because I do enjoy apples in a dessert or a pudding. Yeah. Um, I think they're great. It's a great fruit to have. And it's common. Mm -hmm. uh, so you will find it everywhere. Yeah. And a pudding I really like. Uh, it's not that something I had at home. Mm -hmm. But it's something that I've learned how to make. It's these apple pockets. Apple pockets. What, Ap it, what is an apple pocket? Well, you get... Uh, it's very easy. Mm -hmm. Especially because you can buy these puff pastry. Mm, like, sh like sheets of puff, puff pastry. Yeah, so the puff pastry is the one that has layers of dough and butter. Mm -hmm. So it's many, many layers of this. And then, you know, it just like kind of grows. It puffs. Mm -hmm. And what you do is just you buy these sheets of puff pastry. Just from the supermarket? Just from the supermarket. Because mm -hmm. you don't make them yourself. It's hard work to make. It's hard work. To, that would be a dessert. Okay, you know? so okay, so if you made the pastry from scratch, from zero, then you're making a dessert. But I think so. If you buy it, if you buy it, uh, I think it's very 
That's a pudding. That's a pudding. Okay. Um, so it's quite easy to just uh, get your sheets of uh, puff pastry mm -hmm. and then you cook some apples. How do you cook them? Uh, oh, you have to add some sugar and maybe allspice. So just in a pan? In a pan. Mix it around. A little bit of butter, mm. a little bit of cornstarch so it just holds together all the liquid starts holding together. It thickens it? It thickens okay. um, all the juices which helps for the puff pastry not to be soggy. Okay. And that takes like 10 minutes. Right. Uh, and once they're cooked, uh, you just put them over the puff pastry, cover it up with another layer. Mm -hmm. And... Put it in the oven? Yeah, like 10 minutes. Mm. And they are delicious. Right. They don't look good. I'm not very good visually with my um, apple pockets. Right. But they definitely taste nice. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, pudding doesn't have to look good. As long as it tastes, it's more important how it tastes uh, when you're eating it. So. I also like the smell of these mm. five spices, like the cinnamon and the nutmeg yeah. uh, and the sugar um, that fills the kitchen. That just, I really want to eat them. Right. But you have to wait because um, they might be very hot. True. And you might burn yourself. So that's, that's a difficult part, just it's, to it wait. It sounds like you're speaking from experience. <laughs> you you try to eat them a bit too quickly. Um, yeah. I think if I had to name a, a dessert that I really enjoyed, it would have to be a creme brulee. Ah. Creme brulee, I think, is that's definitely a dessert because that's that has some technique. I mean, it, when you when you make creme brulee, you actually have to sort of get the is it caramel on the top. I think they what they do is sugar and then they get a torch. Right. Yeah, they get like a blowtorch. Yeah. And they caramelize the sugar, so you get this hard layer on top. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to do that at home. Um, I don't trust myself to do that at home. So for me, that's a dessert. That's def and also the the creaminess of the the main part of the the creme brulee. That's a technique as well to get that so smooth and and soft. So if I go to a a restaurant and you know I'm still hungry after the the main meal, if I look at the menu and there's a creme brulee. I will order the creme brulee. 99 times out of 100, I will order the creme brulee. It's very rare that I would have something different. Um, mm. Well, the creme brulee is very similar, I think, to custard. I think they have the the basics. Of course, the creme brulee is, uh, has much more technique and yeah. it's a little bit more silky, mm. you could say. Yeah. Um, but... I can see a relationship, a relation between um, the custard in your Eve's pudding mm. and then um, having a creme brulee that is kind of the same. Um, es in essence, is very, very similar. Yeah. A couple of puddings that I want to talk about um, before we finish. One is a banoffee pie and the other one is a sticky toffee pudding. So can you guess what the two key ingredients of a banoffee pie are? 
Well, we can take the bun, mm -hmm. and that's a banana. Banana, okay. And then toffee would be toffee. Right. Which is like caramel, isn't it? Yeah, toffee is, gen I would say toffees can be quite hard sometimes, quite chewy. But yeah, it's it's like, uh, in this case, in the, in the banoffee pie, it's very, very soft, very, very smooth. Um, so banoffee pie, you've got like a, almost like a crumbly biscuit base at the bottom. And then you've got the kind of the mix of the, the toffee and bananas, and then maybe some cream and on cream. top. Yes. Um, and that's definitely a pudding because as soon as you put a spoon into it, it's a complete mess, but delicious. My sister makes an excellent banoffee pie. That is one of her, um, one of her best dishes. When we visit, um, usually she'll make a make a banoffee pie because it's everyone's happy. Everyone's happy if there's banoffee pie in the menu. And she makes a lot. She makes she a, does. a big tray that yeah. lasts for days. Yeah. Uh, even though we eat every time we can, yeah. three times a day probably. But another one that she makes, and it's absolutely delicious, is the sticky toffee pudding. Sticky toffee pudding, yeah. So how would you describe this sticky toffee pudding? Um, there's, well, there's toffee in it as well. It's toffee is a, a key element of this one as well. Um, it's, it's a warm pudding. Um, I would have it... Yeah, definitely a warm pudding. It's it's just sticky and delicious and it's like sweet. A, it's a sponge that is very sweet. It's yeah. brown because of the sugar it right. has. Yeah, a bit like a chocolate brownie, I guess. And then the sticky toffee part is, it's like a sauce. Mm. And the sauce is um, caramelly. Yeah. And it just makes it absolutely delicious. And if you go to the UK, many restaurants will have a sticky toffee pudding option. I think it's become particularly popular in recent years. I don't remember when I was young it being so popular, but the recent visits I've had to the UK, almost every restaurant you go to, one of the options will be sticky toffee pudding. I can't wait to go back and have one of those. Definitely. Well, that's all for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you very much for joining us. We will be recording more episodes each week, so make sure you come back for the next episode.